Wednesday, Chuck and Tony Show. It's the awesome Chuck and Tony Show. Wednesday, Chuck and Tony Show. It's called Afternoon Gap. Is that right? Wednesday, Chuck and Tony Show. It's the awesome Chuck and Tony Show. Wednesday, Chuck and Tony Show. It's called Afternoon Gap. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to Afternoon Yap. I'm Chunk the Punk, and with me today is my co-host and author of the book, As God is My Witness, I'm going to bring this term suck it back. It's my good pal, Tony. What's yappin'? <laughs> and it is my other brother-in-law, Jeff. What is happening? And it is a packed house today. It is my best pal, Sam. Sam, what's up, man? Nothing much. Why are you sitting? Oh, you're sitting there talking to, to old Jack Bauer. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to cover the news of the week in video games, NHL 95 for the Sega Genesis, uh, Danger Zone for PS4, and finally close the episode with a review of the new movie, Wonder Woman. What's up, fellas? How are you doing? What's what's happening? <sighs> do you want to know what's happening? Yeah, I do. So over the week, uh, uh, Tony was sending me a bunch of texts. He, the guy is an idea man. He is a creationist. He is. It's like it's like being knowing Steve Jobs or or Steve Tobbs. Like the guy just has so many damn ideas. Yeah. So you like, wrote like I came up with what's yapping. It's so brilliant too. You really <laughs> right. think that's it's funny? Yeah. Thirty that's episodes. 30 Nobody's episodes ever thought of that, by the way. No, it took thirty episodes. So um, yeah, this is our thirtieth episode. So we're gonna start it off in style. So Tony wants to bring back the term "suck it," and I am all for it. He has a whole line, T-shirts, buttons, bumper stickers, all of this merchandise that we're going to sell on the Afternoon Yap store. And uh, I wanted to go over some of the, some of the, some of the slogans that uh, we Tony— We got that trademark, right? Suck, suck it. it. Well, it, where, did that, pending. Pending. where did that come from? Was that, was that uh, wrestling in the late 90s? What, what, were the, what were the two guys talking to the microphones? DX. Yeah, DX. And they would, they would cross suck it. Yeah. We're doing it like this. Suck it, Just Tony. Just directly at Tony, your junk. Suck it. Tony, suck it. Jeff and Sam, uh, suck it. Also, and Jack Bauer, you suck, suck it. it too, bud. Yeah. Suck and, it. And Justin's doing a lot of stuff with his hands. Which you can't see because we're on the radio. Uh, number one, bad drivers can suck it. Number two, Mondays can suck it. Number three, Donald Trump can suck it. Number you, you four, need to put more emphasis on the suck it part. Hillary Clinton can get over it and suck it. There you go. Hipsters making thing I <laughs> hipsters making things I enjoy more expensive can suck it. Mm. Sauerkraut on hot dogs can suck it, Jeff. Suck it, sauerkraut, <laughs> the worst food ever. And you love it. Oh, I love to eat the sauerkraut. Put it on my it's hot great when dog. When he looks directly in your eyes and tells you to suck it. There are certain things that sauerkraut belongs on, and one of them is a brat, and other things as well. Putting but. sauerkraut on a bratwurst and watching you eat it can suck it. You enjoying food in general can suck it. That's unfortunate for you because I like to eat. Uh, hangovers that won't go away when you have stuff to do can suck it. Uh, all awkward. Of- a little awkward, right? Tony. Yes, Tony, that is awkward. Can suck it. All of Weezer's albums after Pinkerton can suck it. Okay. Superhero movies can suck it. This is a lot of bumper stickers. We're going to put oh, all of these shit. on bumper we stickers? Have 25. It's a long list. The check. Well, there are buttons and pins and t shirts. The check engine light can suck it. Terrorism, bed bugs, mosquitoes, and cancer can all suck it. I mean, are all, we firm put on all, this? all those in one group? That's all on Terrorism. one sticker. That's our actually that's our most bed that's our most famous sticker it's right a, it's there. It's the best seller. Yes, yes. Um, 
if there is a god and he created all of those things, he can suck it Ooh. too. So edgy. That's, that's edgy. like one of the t-shirt ones. That's like what a couple would wear. Like I would wear the first one with the terrorism and the bed bugs, and you'd wear the other one following behind me. You know, like terrorism. Bed bugs would be a great terrorist act. Oh my god. I, I'm blown away. I, I, I'm actually speechless. Yeah, I mean, screw bombing stuff. I mean, just go, drop go, a bunch of bed bugs everywhere. Go, go That's my all, biggest fear of all time. Go to all the Red Roof Inns, collect all the bed bugs, and just, just let them go. Well, if that's what happened, then that's that's all of Cincinnati. Like, they, the, the, the terrorists have been there, and they have bed bugged the hell out of everything. Uh, restaurants that ask you if oh, you— are still doing this? Tony, we're gonna, Tony can suck it. My co-host. This segment can, can suck, suck it. it. You wrote one segment, and you think you're big cheese. He, 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 oh, keep going. I want to see what else. We, we've, we already told God to suck it. I can't wait to I see what else. I didn't tell God to suck it. Wait, I did tell God to suck it. Well, if he invented all those things, you know he's up there thinking of all these bad things. And, yeah. and because of that. I thought Gita, we're supposed to be thinking Gita's on the couch over here. No one, say Gita, that's my mother-in-law. That is what Gita is. And Gita would agree. Bed bugs. Terrorism, oh, cancer, sharks, uh, bad paint jobs. Suck it. <laughs> All suck it. Yes, but Gita would not agree that God could, should suck it. Well, I mean, she's not going to wear the T-shirt. Uh, young people can suck it. Bill Burr, That's... Daniel Tosh. Oh, yeah, the police back are coming. Up, back up. What was that last one? Young people can suck it. <laughs> you got to watch out. Why? Why? How young? <laughs> Oh, no. Tony, you're disgusting. I'm to be too I mean, literal. like, 25-year-olds, not 11-year-old kids, you right. weirdo. Right. Why? You're in the clear, then. Why do you derail the show? I'm sorry. Oh, keep of going. Keep going. Keep going. That's the way my, Whoa, my hey, brain works. This falling apart. Seasonal allergies. Whatever just fell from the roof can suck it. <laughs> Seasonal allergies can suck it. We got a lot more, folks. <laughs> this is never ending. Bill Burr, Daniel Tosh, and Amy Schumer can suck it. That's a weird grouping. Amy Schumer does suck it. She's awful. Thank you. Am I finally getting got through one. you? Got, got one. Got one. <laughs> one laugh. Uh, craft beers and bars that only serve craft beers Ooh. can suck it. What, what are you drinking over there? Some headache in a can? For eight dollars, Ryan's Geist. How's the flavor? Is there a battery in there? Ryan Geist, the truth. What? What is Ryan Geist? What? It's uh, Cincinnati Brew. Oh, well, you know the terrorists have been there. Suck it. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Geist can suck it. Uh, Ooh, Cold War Kids, The Revivalists, Cage the Elephant, Kings of Leon, Foster the People, The Chainsmokers, Twenty One Pilots, and The Lumineers can all suck it. You're angry. I'm pretty happy, actually. Swamp ass can suck it. Oh, agree. Uh, I was at the zoo all day today. <laughs> Swamp ass can are, suck are it. Are you a baby powder man? I, well, I, I wish I had some today because I was at the zoo and it was 90 oh, degrees powder. and it's, there's a lot of swamp ass going around. Is there, is there something it's, wrong with me? Where it. My wife is always like, well, we're just always out of toilet paper. And I'm like, I'm not up there doing anything questionable. I just have a consistent swamp ass. And she thinks I'm just in the bathroom. What are you doing in the bathroom all day and night? I'm like, I'm wiping up the swamp ass. It's terrible. Right. Gold Bond comes in a can, spray. It's great. And you're just in there. Swamp ass? Suck it. Suck it. Uh, the Bachelor. The Bachelorette. Nope. 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 Why? No. No, because I like that show. Oh, you can suck it, Tony. <laughs> Why do you like That is the it's worst hilarious. awful stuff ever. I know, but it's a great show. He watches it, too. No, no, no. Let's, let's correct this for the record. <laughs> the Bachelorette sucks. Suck it. The Bachelor does not suck it. 
They're I both like terrible. Both. They both can suck it. You can suck it. Next. Sam, you suck it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Back it up again. That's too. Uh, anxiety can suck it. Uh, day one DLC for a video game, and while we're at it, everyone at Bungie that worked on Destiny can suck it. Can Sam suck. loves <laughs> Destiny. And you love it. And you were, that game came out, like, and you were, like, two years later, like, I love Destiny. It's so good. Suck it, Sam. The 18 and, people listening to this podcast right now are thinking to themselves, <laughs> these guys can suck it. Tony, you can suck it. I wrote one sketch. Are we almost Tony. done? Well, how many yeah, more? we got two okay. more. Two All more. Right, just bring it home. Bring uh, it home, big guy. Long list can suck it. <laughs> there you go. Atheists, people that brew their own beer, and anyone else who immediately disclose their interest as soon as you meet them can suck it. Do all atheists brew their own beer? No, atheists and people that brew their own beer and anyone else who immediately, you meet them at a party and you're like, hey, my name's Chunk. And they're like, I'm an atheist. You never met those people before? They can suck it. Yeah, they can totally suck it. People that brew their own beer can really suck it. All right. Whew. I feel like we really cleared the air. Sucked a lot. Uh, uh, the irony is not lost on me being a grumpy, cynical old man that doesn't like anything anymore can suck it. What's up, fellas? It's episode 30. We're going to talk about NHL 95 today. But first, I want to talk about the Yap News Top 10 Video Game News of the Week. Or, like Tony just chimed in, what's yappening? Yeah, I, we can call it what's yappening. Is like that, that our news segment that name? what we could call it. All right. Number one, arcade fighting game, Dissidia Final Fantasy is can coming. Can suck it. Oh, are we, we're done? <laughs> are you just, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> de- de- I'm sorry. Derailing. <laughs> we're done? Derailing. We're done with that part. Chunk the punk can suck it. Sorry, sorry. Oh, boy. I didn't like you before. You threw you off a little bit Now there. I really don't like you. Arcade fighting game Dissidia Final Fantasy is coming to PlayStation 4 in early 2018. Square Enix announced today the 3 versus 3 brawler comes to console with over 20 playable characters from the Final Fantasy franchise, including Final Fantasy XV's Noctis. PS4 version also includes a new story mode written by this guy who's also worked on Final Fantasy XV, Kingdom Hearts, and the upcoming Final Fantasy VII remake. Not too wonderful. I don't really care about a Final Fantasy game. You said made by this guy. Did you have some trouble trying to pronounce that? Uh, His name is Kasushige Nojima. Gotcha. Or as me and you like to say on on the episode, yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Uh, Japanese for suck it. FIFA 18 for Nintendo Switch won't run on Frostbite and won't include campaign. That's a pretty big bummer, right, Sam? You're, you're a big FIFA fan, right? Yeah. So they like that was the big thing when the Nintendo Switch was announced was, hey, you're going to get a FIFA game. You're going to get a third-party game that people absolutely love FIFA. I hate soccer ball, and but people love soccer ball, and they soccer love ball. they love the, the act of like picking up controllers and controlling their favorite soccer ball players. And they thought that they were going to be getting like a nice updated version of that, and there it's actually it's going to more or less be like it's almost an Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 version. So, pretty disappointing. I'm sorry. You just you're just sorry. Oh, I, you seem depressed about that. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. I just thought you were going to tell me soccer ball. Maybe it should suck it. Uh, PlayStation VR has surpassed one million units worldwide. After reports earlier this year indicated over 900,000 units of the VR headset have been sold. I think that's fascinating. A million units of a $500 console, and there's only about five games to it. And 
the, the, the console launched, what, in November? And it's been hard to find. Now they're finally coming out in stores. And I still haven't had a chance to play it because I'm not going to pay 500 bucks for it. I was dying for one for Christmas, and my wife said, I'm not buying you a $500 toy for Christmas. Uh, that's my sister. Yes, yes. And, and I was like, come on, man, just do it. You know, like, and then once you do it, like, I won't be asking for it anymore. She, she was, she was not biting. Our price is going to drop on that, and then maybe she can come around. Well, it just soon? came out in November, so and it's, I don't, and like the the hardware is uh, very expensive to make. So like at, at this point, like VR is just kind of dead in the water because who wants to? It's a five hundred dollar add on to a PlayStation Four that you have to have as well. So you are already probably a thousand dollars deep trying to run this system. And there's only a handful of good games for it. Uh, Resident Evil 7 came out uh, about six months ago, and it's it's in VR, and I'm sure it's outstanding to play. But I have not I have not gotten a chance to play it, and I, I'm dying to play you it. Didn't have the PS Pro? No, you know you don't have to have the PS Pro. If you're gonna talk, you got to speak up, bud. Speaking or, quietly, or get can the hell suck out it. of here. Yeah, or just get the hell out of here, bud. Suck it, bud. <laughs> Crestview, Ohio, can suck it. Speaking low, can suck it. Jack Bauer, don't look at me like that. Um. See, Mega Man Collection Two officially announced. The collection will be released on August eighth in North America and will cost twenty bucks, both digitally and at retail. The collection includes Mega Man Seven through Ten, a challenge mode with new stage remixes, online leaderboards, and a music player that lets players listen to tracks from each game. So there was uh, there was obviously a Mega Man Collection uh, One through Six that uh, was twenty bucks. Um, it did fairly well. Um, it keeps on going on sale for like two to three bucks, and I. Are you, are you a Mega Man fan, Tony? I was just about to ask if you have a favorite Mega Man uh, character. Uh, well, didn't we say that Mega Man was an android that was stolen from his parents and he was turned into a, a machine that was fighting for evil instead of good? I don't know if we ever landed on him, whether or not he was an android or a cyborg, but I think android. Sawman was my favorite. Sawman, The guy yeah. just threw saws. Yeah. Scissor, was it like a Scissor Man? There, there, was, there was 12 Bubble of Man. these games, so they, they ran out of ideas. I mean, there was literally like... Yeah. I think there was like Sushi Man, and they they totally ran out of ideas up to like number seven because I think there was like ten bosses per game, and so you started running into like Art Professor Man, and he's my favorite. Yeah, he's <laughs> he can throw paintbrushes. Ghost Games and EA have today confirmed the 2017 installment of its Juggernaut Racing series will be called Need for Speed Payback, and it will release on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on November 10. Uh, it will be set in Fortune Valley, and players will drive and race as three separate characters united against the house, a local criminal cartel that rules the city's casinos, crooks, and cops. I'm excited for this game. Uh, this ghost game, this ghost team made a Need for Speed uh, four years ago when the PlayStation launched, and they make good Need for Speed games. I don't play many racing games, but uh, every once in a while, a really good one comes out. Christ- like MotorStorm. Uh, yeah, yeah, MotorStorm's not all that strong, uh, but Criterion makes great ones, like, like, which, which one? oh, I know, I know, um, but there are some really great ga- uh, racing games out there, but they only come once about every five years, so I'm excited to see what this game will be like, but, um, I don't have the highest of hopes. You fair enough. See? Yeah, fair enough. Um, let's see. Nintendo has delayed the launch of its paid online service for Switch to 2018, and the company provided the first new details regarding the new service since it was first unveiled back in January. Uh, service will, cro- will cost 4 bucks a month, 8 bucks for 3 months, or 12 months, $20. It includes access to a compilation of classic game selections with added online play. 
So they were supposed to launch with this, and it's actually you buy a Nintendo Switch and you get access to, I think, one free game per month. So I think you can just, like, download Super Mario World or Mario Brothers 3, and you can just play it for free. And this has been further pushback, uh, just continually showing that the Nintendo Switch was rushed at launch. I know a lot of people uh, that are dying to play just old NES Super Nintendo games on the Nintendo Switch, and it's just keep on pushed back you get to pick the game or they they give you a free I, I game i think every month uh they give you either a, they're going to give you either a selection and you can download them and they're free but once once your like timer runs out like you can't play it any longer oh, okay it's a it. great it's a great idea but it still hasn't come yet and and you're gonna have to pay for the the online on nintendo switch which is an absolute joke right now uh but um, everything's just being pushed back because the, the system came out in March and it, it really wasn't ready other than the hardware. Gotcha. Uh, peripheral maker Hori has introduced the first solution to Nintendo Switch chat by way of official Splatoon 2 headset. Uh, so it is ungodly. It is Splatoon. Uh, we've talked about this. Every, I feel like every episode, we every talk about single Splatoon. stupid episode, we've talked about Splatoon. Every the, dumb, the headset stupid episode. is like this weird Frankenstein thing where you have your switch and you plug a cord into it, and it goes into, like, this mixer that also plugs into your your phone. Okay. Had and a little trouble that there. That is how that – I'm sorry. I <laughs> and that is how, like, you chat. Like, it's not, like, easy peasy. You are actually – like, the chat service is being run through cell phones right now, and mm-hmm. Hori wants to get, you know, be on the ground floor for the hey, launch of this game. What? That, that sounds horrible. Oh, it sounds terrible. Get, no, but did you – Delightful pun. Oh, I horrible. got it. Got yes, it. I okay, got, got it. it. Um, and then number two, Nintendo has announced the Splatoon 2 edition Nintendo Switch Pro Controller will be coming to North America. So there will be a Pro Controller if you're going to play Splatoon 2 that has the little squid guys on it. And it's all these fun, funky colors. Yeah. Well, so if you're going to play, you better get that Pro Controller. <laughs> Don't get Tony. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch owners who purchase or already have purchased NBA Playgrounds. Before online play is added, we'll receive Shaq Fu. No! Legend Reborn for free when it's released this fall. Shaq Fu is another, it's the sequel to the 1994 disaster. Disaster? Did you like the game? Yeah, everybody liked Shaq Fu. Are Are you you kidding kidding me? me? It's a fighting game with Shaq. Yes. What's not to love? Did you, are are you, I can never tell when you're being serious. I'm being genuine. I have fond memories of playing Shaq Fu. With who? Myself. Suck it! That game is widely regarded as horrible. You're the, widely regarded as horrible. The commercial for it is, hey, remember when Shaq Fu came out in 1994 and it sucked? That, no, I don't. That's, I remember that, when it came out and it was great. That is the commercial for it. But I guess because NBA Playgrounds, remember, well, that was the game we talked about. That's yeah, that yeah, new yeah, yeah. NBA Jam game that came out that sucked. And so as a gift for all the suckers like me that pay 20 bucks for an you NBA Jam Fu. game that is an NBA Jam um, we're going to get Shaq Fu for free. Can you not do that right now? <laughs> uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War has been delayed from its originally planned August release date. Developer Monolith Productions has, has announced new release date is October 10th. Sam, you are a huge fan of the last Middle Earth game. Are you stoked for the sequel? I'm looking forward to it. Very much so. How, how the hell did they manage like this weird... A lot of this, passion there, this, Sam. This Monolith 
whatever this development team like we have we've had a couple of good lord of the rings games that have come out the 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 um two towers and return of the king ones that came out from ea back in the day on playstation 2 were awesome i mean uh they were just regular beat-em-up games but they were really faithful to the movies they had a bunch of characters they had a bunch of cutscenes from it but everything else was kind of messy and then out of left field uh this middle earth what was the first one called uh, the War in the North was the I like that one. It was okay. No, but I'm talking. What was the 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 uh, shadow? Uh, this was doesn't matter. That game came out about two years ago. And Are, it's, is this the one with the enemy shadow system? Shadow, yeah, shadow yeah, the nemesis, nemesis, system. the nemesis system. Shadow of Mordor. That's what it was. Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, and it was the game. So the sequel is coming out because that game did really, really well. And I think the game only came out about two years ago. And this one just looks bigger, better, darker. Um, it's only being delayed from, I think, August to October. So big deal. Like, there's a lot of stuff coming out this fall. And that's not that huge of a delay. I would have – a lot of the times delays happen and they say, oh, we're pushing it back into 2018. So whatever. I'm excited to play it. I'm not all that sad. If they need more time to make it better, that's fine with me. I'm, I have to imagine the Nemesis system is going to play another big – part in that right make it bigger better and yeah cooler. yeah exactly so the nemesis system it is very much like you go and shake down uh like peons of some of these like uh generals and chiefs and stuff like that and yeah. gather information about them i played maybe 15 hours into the game when some of my other buddies were playing it and i would just bum rush these forts and try to take on these like chiefs and stuff and then like maybe 18 hours into the game i was like oh that's right you should be looking at what their strengths and weaknesses are yeah and then once you start like play- preying upon their weaknesses the game got a whole lot easier but i was just playing it like an idiot for yeah. the first 15 hours but it's excellent like when it comes out you de- we will review it you will yes it is it is very fun and yes. i can't imagine that this game won't be nines and tens yeah uh gearbox software has announced uh battleborn's free trial uh, a free-to-play version of the hero shooters multiplayer modes the free version of battleborn includes unlimited access to all competitive multiplayer modes without any time limits level caps or planned end date according to the developer battleborn sucks uh so battleborn came out and it is very much it wants to be Overwatch. And then six months later, Overwatch came out and it was kind of a similar thing, but just game of the year all you know, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And Battleborn was like, oh, oh, we made a mistake. The game is only, you know, forty dollars. And then the game was only twenty dollars. And now it's going free to play Okay, because I mean, Gearbox is a really huge studio. They're the ones that made um, uh, Badlands. What's that? What's that loot game come, came out that? I always forget what that's. Borderlands. Borderlands. Thank you so much. Every single time I talk about Gearbox, I'm like, Badlands, Goodlands, Borderlands. They're the Borderlands people. Yeah. And they came out with this game called Battleborn, which is very much a competitive multiplayer shooter where each player is has individual strengths and weaknesses, and you play as a team. And then Overwatch came out six months later and just well, – I don't even think it was six months later. I think it was like two months later. But it's going free to play if you want to play it. Um uh, that's it got? for the news. Uh, let's oh, take a quick fast. break uh, for a commercial, and we'll be right back. Tony, I don't know about you, but um, I suffer from a lot of different issues. Yeah, yep, you do. Um, one of them is is I get chronic headaches all the time, and I and I think to myself, oh man, aspirin doesn't work, you know, water doesn't work, mm-hmm. Tylenol doesn't work, mm-hmm. Advil doesn't work. I just I wish that there was a product that 
did a whole bunch of different things that I could get over the counter at mm-hmm. the store just whenever I needed it. Something stronger. Something just real strong. Okay. Uh, the good people at Moral Implications, they know about this. And, uh, you know, uh, and I endorse the good things that they do. Uh, the product is called Chloroformula 5000. Say it again. Uh, Chloroformula 5000. Chloroformula? Uh-huh. Root word chloroform? Yes, it's a new over-the-counter chloroform formula for, hey, I got a headache. Like, nothing's working. Like, the headache isn't going away. All I got to do is just put a little bit of chloroform for 5000 on an old T-shirt, mm-hmm. just breathe it in for a while. Boom, I'm back in dreamy dreamland, and I'm snoozing. You know, like I don't have to suffer anymore. Like that is just the worst part about having a headache is but a lot of people just say, oh, just go take a nap. I can't take a nap. I need something strong. I need to I need to be like asleep and not worrying about this crap anymore. And this is an over-the-counter? Oh, anybody can get it. Anybody. And, then, and Chloroformula 5000, 10 times stronger than any chloroform you've ever seen or heard about. Uh, the only I, ones I've seen or heard about are the ones in the movies, and it seems like once they put it on your mouth or your nose, you're, you're done. Yeah. And it, it's just like that. So, it, like, you just put the T-shirt up to your mouth, breathe in once, and boom, you are just, like, in dreamy dreamland. Like, just the headache. You're going to wake up. Your headache is gone. You uh-huh. feel like a million bucks. Yeah. You feel so good. Tony. Yeah. Uh, overactive children. I know that you've got all these rugrats at home running around, running around, running around. Wouldn't you just like to go, honey, where's the chloroform 5,000? Okay. And then you go get like you go get their favorite bear or something uh-huh. like that and you just pour a ton of chloroform 5,000 mm-hmm. on the bear, you give it to your kids, boom, they're out like a light. Side effects? So, side effects are you have a lovely date with your wife. <laughs> you have lasagna, you have glasses of wine, you have peace and quiet for uh-huh. once, Tony. Anybody can get this. Anybody can get this. Your kids no prescription. Can get it. No prescription. This is over the counter chloroformula 5000. Those little rascals, I know you love them to death, but yeah. some of the times you just want to they just need to be sleeping yeah. and it need at two in the afternoon. And that is not when those little rascals take a nap. Chloroformula 5,000, put a little bit on their I, teddy bear, have them hug it. Boom. They are sleeping. I don't sleep in while they're sleeping. I don't want to be a downer. I know moral implications is a fantastic company and they employ fantastic people who like do a lot of great things for the community. But I am a little concerned that anybody could get this over the counter. Yeah. Why not? Well, I mean, I mean, that means I'm anybody. You're anybody. Sam is anybody. Jeff is anybody. That means you can just go to the store and get it without a whole bunch of that, like, red tape mumbo jumbo. Do you have a prescription? No, I don't have a prescription. I don't even have health insurance. Look, have you ever seen anybody in the movies use chloroform for a good purpose? Like, they're never using it because they want to get some sleep. It's always used against the person's will is kind of what I'm thinking. Wait, what are you talking about? Like, no one ever in the movie says, "Ah, I just want to kick back with a beer and... Have watched the game and then get, take a nap. I'll use some chloroform on myself. It never happens that way. Well, I've seen a couple of movies where, like, a, like I just was like, f- like flipping through the channels and like I just figured that the guy was like, or this his girlfriend was this, like acting up or something like that and like trying to run. Look, away. I'll cut and, to like, the chase. Was, I don't want this to fall in the hands of criminals and using chloroform five thousand to not knock people unconscious and do terrible things to them. Why would That's they do that? That's what I'm concerned what, what, about. What the hell would they do? What good what, what good are we going to do if we knock Sam unconscious besides write wieners on his faces? Well, no, nothing bad's going to happen and nobody's going to take advantage of him. What is wrong with you? I, I could it's see like, you writing suck it across his forehead in black marker. And that's a funny, that's, we're going to get to number five. It's a fun prank. Like you, you have, you get, oh man, you're like real, real stressed out and you've got like a really important meeting and boom, I just come up and I say, hey, sniff this and boom, you're like a 
all of a sudden, I'm like, what is it? What is it? And then you just wrap it around my face. I wake up in the morning refreshed. Yeah, refreshed. And you say, thank you, Chunk. Like, that meeting was going to be so stressful. And I, was, and I totally missed it in the next four after it because I was unconscious. And think about it. Think about it. You know how much you stress over, like, meetings and, like, just important things that work? Who cares if you're not there, if you're just completely asleep because – Does any of it come back on us if it's used for illegal purposes? Well, no. I mean, it's – I mean, it's just like if you were to go buy a gun at the store or something like that. That's that's for just having a gun for protection. If somebody gets shot, but what? what I, I'm just I'm lost. Like, what do you think? I don't. How much is it? Do how much is product? it? It's, it's, it's four ninety nine ninety nine <laughs> for a gallon supply. Wow. That's gonna last you twenty years. Twenty. Years. And it has the strength to knock out ten elephants all at once. Right. But I'm just I'm lost. I, I've I've never broken the law. Mm-hmm. You've never broken the law. Mm-hmm. I mean what else would you use this product for? It just seems a little strange that it's an over the counter medication. That's what I'm concerned about. Anybody that. can get it. Right. That's, Any, like, that's the yeah, that's what I'm it. saying. Anybody can get it. <laughs> Say it again. Anybody can anybody get it. can get it. But that's the beauty of it. That's not the beauty of it. I, I I think I might have a headache later tonight because I'm arguing with you. Boom, I'll just go to the store Boom, chloroformed myself out. Jack Bauer can't sleep. Boom, I'll even chloroform the dog. I don't care. Chloroform 5,000. Chloroform, anybody can get it. Chloroform 5,000. Anybody can get it. Go to buy it off the website now. Legal disclaimer. This product is not real. It is not sold over the counter. We have not ever used it. It does not work. We accept no liability, and we have never taken this, although Bill Crosby endorses it. The product is real, and it is <laughs> fabulous. And I have tried it for only reasons of good, Tony. Yeah. If this is a reason, this is for reasons of good, not okay. for reasons of bad. Okay. Buy Chloroform Five, Chloroformula Five Thousand right now. Four ninety nine, ten gallon drum. You can knock out elephants over the counter. Buy it now, or don't. Hello and welcome back to Afternoon Yap. Uh, today I want to talk about NHL 95. NHL 95, also known as NHL Hockey 95, is an ice hockey video game developed by Electronic Arts Canada. It was released in November 94 for the Super Nintendo and for the Genesis. The Genesis version is widely regarded as the superior of the two versions with better control and sound effects. It also includes shootout mode, playoff mode, fake shots, and drop passes, all of which are absent from the Super NES version. I want to talk about NHL 95 because, number one, we are in the middle of the what is the Stanley Cup. Good, good finals. Job. The Stanley Cup the Finals. The Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Jeff, your whole family is a huge hockey hockey lovers. Yes, every, everybody but Beth. Can you please Tony's, Tony's can you wife. please explain to me just why? Like like how did this come about? Is this all your old man? Like I just take me back to whenever you were a kid, whenever this sport just clicked for you, what the sport means to you in general and why you're going to be passing it along to your kid. Uh yes, so my father couldn't skate. He tried very hard. Um I'm not sure how we came into the sport, but we did. Uh, my brother played and so now I play and uh I will pass it on to my kid because it's a great sport. That's it? That's all you got for me? You guys love hockey. Hey, this kid My- was a good hockey player. So, Jeff, tell us about your hockey career. I, I wouldn't call it a career, Tony. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. However, um, I, I played hockey growing up since I, I've been skating on. Uh, I grew up growing up on the Wisconsin Lakes, skating since I was about three, probably. I uh, played high school hockey, played high sc- or played hockey all through grade school, played in college, uh, and played juniors. And now I play in a beer league with a bunch of old wait, fat wait, men. Wait, wait, back up. What's juniors? Uh, so junior hockey is there's a junior B and junior A. Uh, you get anybody who doesn't go to college 
uh, and wants to make it to the NHL will play either Junior B or Junior A. They'll start in Junior B, they'll go on to Junior A, and they'll make the NHL. I played Junior B. <laughs> but that's 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 real that's real deal, right? Uh, I suppose, but I also went to college, so uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't do well in either. Who did you, did you play with? Anybody famous? I did. So uh, I got this. I, I had a coach called Don Koharski. He was an NHL referee for a long time, and I, I had the privilege of going to a tournament in Toronto with Don Koharski, uh, with the Stasnys, two brothers, uh, Paul and Peter Stasny. His uh, Peter Stasny Jr. Peter Stasny Sr. is a Hall of Famer, and I got to stand behind him at the Hall of Fame in Toronto uh, as he was looking at his his uh, picture on the wall at the Hall of Fame. So you kind of know you know hockey. You're a hockey guy. You know hockey. I do know hockey. I mean, you guys had season tickets growing up. Like, if you're gonna tell a story, make it a little bit exciting. Like, I mean, my wife, your sister, absolutely loves hockey. She and she's been diehard. She drives me to every single game that she comes. She doesn't understand me because I'd like hockey. I really like it when Penguins are. Not in the- a lot of people understand you, though. I'm a complicated schnauzer. Chunk, there's no way I could possibly top the last uh uh last last section of your show so excitement is is, is it's gonna be tough to to raise it to that level however hockey is a great sport i mean you can't really beat hockey it's the fastest sport think about it you're, you're skating across the ice on less than a quarter inch of blade on ice blades of steel blades of steel was a great game that's that good lead oh take Thank off you. ozer sorry keep going keep going keep going uh blades of steel let's talk about blades of steel blades of steel was three guys big medium Small. That's what you chose from. And uh, the big guy clearly could never be knocked over. He was very, very, very You're slow. You're thinking ice hockey. I'm sorry? And N- Nintendo, that's ice hockey, where you pick the fat guy, the middle guy, or the tiny, skinny, fast guy. No, I'm talking Blades of Steel, Tony. Blades of Steel was legit. I had Blades of Steel for the NES. It was classic. And, Sam, were there three guys you could pick from? Uh, it's been a, many moons, but I believe so, yes. Yes, yeah, big, big, small, and medium. There's the same thing with ice hockey for the Nintendo Entertainment System, where you could be the USA, Russia, like Czechoslovakia. There's like four countries you could be. Tony, unfortunately, I'm not familiar with that game. Um, I played a lot of hockey when I was a kid. It, basically, that's all I did when I was a kid, so I didn't have a lot of time to play video games. But when I did play video games, what I played was NHL on Sega. And how close is NHL Sega to real hockey? Like it, I, We just played it. So there's there's NHL 94, there's 95, there's 96, and 97. 98 might be like a hack ROM, but I just know 95 because that was the one that I had when I was a younger kid, and that is part of my, like, Sega Genesis sports game trio. I think it's PGA Tour 2, NHL 95, and then it's always a toss-up between Tommy Lasorda Baseball and Evander Holyfield's Real Deal Real Boxing. Deal boxing yeah. I mean, just a killer boxing game, but I just – I'm not a hockey – I wasn't a hockey fan back then – but everything about this game, I just got trounced by both of you guys real bad. But I still love the game because it, the game is smooth. The, the passing is fun. The shooting is fun. The controls are great. There's no real sound going on in the game. All there is is sound effects. But go ahead. You look like you want to say something. Well, Chunk, I, I, I want to say first, Chunk and Tony, you guys must be doing well here because that car you sent for me was really great tonight. I mean, the, the food in the car, the champagne, everything was really great to get me here. I mean, fantastic. Um, but I do want to clear something up. I mean, you, Chunk, Chunk sent a uh, a clip from one of our favorite movies, probably. I think everybody here, The Swingers. And when I when I saw the clip that Chunk sent me, they were watching the hockey game being played. They were playing NHL, what what, what they alleged to play NHL '95. Uh, and I sent text a, or sent a text back to Chunk that said, "I don't think this is NHL '95." I did some research. It turns out, 
It turns out it's not 96, Sam. Not 96. The game came out in 96, so now, what game, let, what let, game let, is hear, it? Hear, hear me I'm out, I'm not calling Justin. you names. Just so, what is it? So the whole, the whole point of that scene is yeah. that they cut out fighting the year before, right? Yeah. Right. But yet you could still... make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed. Hold on. But yet, <laughs> I'm getting there. But yet you could still bloody the head of the opponent, right? Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't fight them anymore. You can't bloody them with your fist, but you can bloody them by cross-checking them in the face. Oh, okay. Turns out that's not really true. 95, they cut out both the cross-check to the head and the blood on the ice and also the fighting. You could fight in the earlier versions, couldn't yes, you? Yes, they that could, Chunk. I think you would actually fight in Blades of Steel, right? Because I own that game. You can well, fight in that game, can't you? Yes, Blades of Steel, but 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 what they were actually playing in that game, and, and you can fact-check me here, is NHL 93, where you could both fight and cross-check the opponent in the head. So you could choose. Do you want to bloody them by your fist or the cross-check? Fact-checking can suck it. Making me look like a fool can suck it. I'm just kidding, but hold on a second. I think I got a clip from it. I'm going to make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for Superfan number 99 over here. I don't think anybody could have heard that on the on, on any of our listeners. Uh, it went directly into the microphone, so maybe you couldn't hear it. Okay. So, so that, that was the so, swingers clip. So what so version were they playing? What, what version were they playing? Yeah, Yes, Chunk. They were playing NHL 93. But there isn't an NHL 93. There's there is Chunk at NHL 93. I thought that there was only 94, 95, 96. I believe the game originated in NHL 93. Oh, I am totally confused here. So, so what do you like about NHL 95? I mean, other than you apparently know how to kick the crap out of me. I mean, I, I, uh, evidently I don't – like two periods in I said, oh, that's how you pass. And I, So apparently I was pretty behind on passing. The game kind of plays a little bit like NBA Jam where am – I, am I, Corner three. What, well, explain quarter three to me. Uh, so, so, so NBA Jam, I, my brother-in-law was in town last week, and he, he kept kicking my butt in the uh, NBA Jam by, by hitting the corner three every time. Apparently in, like, 95, 96 NBA Jam, you can just go to the corner, shoot a three, it's down, like, like LeBron always hits it. Um, NHL 95, there were a few trick moves you could make, um, and I, I can make these better on a regular Sega controller. Tonight we played with a, a – it was a foreign controller to me, but but the down D button. So if you cross the red line, push down D, it gives like a little flip pass. And uh, it goes right towards the goalie, and it bounces right in front of the goalie and always goes five-hole. That's that's one of your trick, trick goals. Mm-hmm. The other one is uh, a backhand across the crease goal. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that your wingers, your right wing and your left wing, are right-handed players on the right wing and left-handed players on the left wing because – that means when they come down the ice and cut across the crease, they're on their backhand. They always score every time. Well, what's the announcer's guy's name? Dan, Dan Trader? They actually changed the announcer throughout the years. Uh, and, it, and every announcer in the game is a real announcer, uh, Hall of Fame announcers throughout the league. Were you a big fan of Dan Trader with that 90s tie and those classes? Uh, Dan Trader's awesome, yes. He gives the Trader- same advice every single game. He says Marley Mew is on fire, and then he says Thomas – you know, whatever Canadian hosehound is 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 not doing very well, and then he goes, "Welcome to Penguin Stadium" or something like I'm that. I'm pretty sure hosehound is a derogative term in Canada. Uh, well, uh, uh, the hosehound is the name of the dog in what is that movie called? There, there uh, is no such uh, movie. Strange Brew. 
Okay. Well, then, Ho- then hosers. Clear. Hosers are the other hockey team that have to hose down the ice afterwards. Strange Brew is a great movie. Eh, it's a questionable movie, but it is pretty. If you got about twelve beers in you, it is a very funny movie. But if you got only one beer in it, it's pretty questionable. Any movie where they pretend to find a mouse and a beer so they can work at the brewery and get free beer, good movie. Tony, what were some of the strategies you were using to beat me six two? I mean, first of all, I just wanted to make sure I was playing you because I know you're not very good. Um, and after that, I th- really, it's it's you. Get, neither one of you know how to pass, which I found hilarious that neither one of you know how to pass. There's, only, there's only two up, buttons. How did you pick there's up two and buttons. play that game play so you, well? There's a B button and an A button. There's a pass button and a shoot button. So it's it's the other button is the pass. And what I like to do is pass to guys that had a clear shot at the goal, and I'd pass it to them, and then then they would shoot it, and then I'd score. I mean, but you were doing that like left and right. It was an absolute bloodbath. Well, yeah. I mean, when yeah, I mean, passing's pretty important. So if the other team's not passing, you're going to have a distinct advantage. Why were you playing as L.A.? Wayne Gretzky, super fan, number ninety-nine over here. Were you a big hockey fan? No, but that, uh, clearly not, because the only thing I know about hockey is that Wayne Gretzky is number ninety-nine. Wouldn't that be funny if his wife was in the sidelines making illegal bets? That's uh, the mini game in it, the in the game. Is, did that happen? Did to that him? just I go over your head? Well, I just saw your eyes go. What? Well, did that happen? I mean, Gretzky's family's his absolutely gorgeous wife got busted in like ninety seven okay, for yeah. and his daughter's kind of crazy too. I don't know if. Go ahead. His daughter is is not only crazy, but she's a little little um, scantless. I mean, she this this lady is married to uh, what's what's the golf Justin Johnson, and he won the Masters, I believe, and she was wearing basically one of his old T shirts that was very tight. And, I mean, she walked up the stairs, and people were talking about this for, for, like, months afterwards because she could not cover herself. She kept pulling down. Stop the show. we got to go Google this. Tony, get on that. I'm Google on this. it. <laughs> it. Wasn't he himself had some drug issues, right? He lo- that A is, lot of cocaine? That is yeah. correct, Tony. Uh, Dustin Johnson was in, LA, or in Las Vegas, and he was uh, by poolside, I believe, and the cops came up to him. Somebody must have turned him in because the cops just walked right up to him and said, Do you have cocaine in your pockets? He said, Yes, I do, sir. And they arrested him. NHL 95. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got. Such a bloodbath. I've been sitting here just treading water but drowning at the same time. Yeah, I, mean, I love this game, but I just don't know anything about well, hockey. The thing, the thing about the game, it's a great game. It's super fun. We just had a great time playing it. There's not a lot to it. There's uh, pass, no. there's shoot, and there's about three sound effects. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, and a, uh, I, I mean, uh, and there's a boom. I'm, I'm absolutely pissed off that you would make that joke, but I'm still laughing out loud because we got it's like 15 minutes to cover. Well, and you're like, NHL I mean, 95, can, go play it. We, we can still talk about this if you want to. I mean, well, see, that's the, that's the problem. Hey, you counted the teams. How many teams were, were on there? I think it was 26, and then it had like the East Coast All-Stars and the West Coast All-Stars, I think. How about some what's happening in trivia? Okay, go ahead. Yes, Who please. is on the cover of the 1995 EA Sports, NHLPA. Yamir Yager. Cor- incorrect. Um, is it Yamir Dogger? That's a, that's a real player. Yeah, it, I know. Is it Mario Lemieux? That's incorrect, Tony. If you can even name the teams, there are two teams. Two players, two teams. The San Francisco, San Francisco Schnauzers. And is that correct? No. And the I'm Nashville. No signal. There is currently no Mavers. NHL team from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> NHL 95. Uh, let me, just, Keep on going. I, just I give you a hint. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of any other hockey players, and, and I'm done. Yarmir Yager, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky. I'm out. 
so we yeah. can make we, we, we got we have like 14 minutes left we can make this interesting so th- there are two teams and there are two players so let's say they're the vancouver canucks and the new it's york the canucks, rangers bud. new york Get rangers right. Wait, i got an the, idea i got an idea don't tell us their actual name like rhyme their name and see if we can get it okay. yeah and do their accent this is too. really good so it's a goalie i'll give you that and a forward okay so the forward's rhymed name is Shmergay Shmovalev. I'm I'm I am Shmergay Shmogolov, eh? Yergay? Yergay Shmogov, eh? Melgov. That's incorrect, Tony. And I, actually, I, I misled you. It's, we'll it's get some French it's fries. Shmelexay. Shmogolev. Oh, Alexei Krobolev. <laughs> That's very close, Tony. Very close. <laughs> Alexei is correct. So ding, ding, ding on the first name. The last name is... Is? <coughs> Krobolev. Yeah, that's what you just said, but that was wrong. I don't know. Just Remo- tell us. Remove the R. Obolev. Obolev? Krobolev. Uh, I believe he said Krobolev, and I said remove the R. I'm just not- tell me the goddamn name. Alexei Kovalev. Alexei Kovalev from the New York Rangers scored a goal on goaltender Schmirk McSchlein. Dirk? McLean. McLean is correct. Ding, ding, ding. First name Schmirk is not Kirk McLean. We have a winner. Tony has, has named the, uh, the, uh, the front cover of NHL 95, Kirk McLean, for your Vancouver Canucks, trying to stop a shot from Alexei Kovalev. He scored. That's, that's, that's correct. NHL 95. I'm never going to forget this where it's, Jeff, just tell me a little bit about what hockey means to you. Like your family loves it. You love it. You played it. And Jeff goes, I just think it's cool. <laughs> okay. So, so I'll, I'll talk, I'll talk, really a little, fun. I'll talk a little longer. How'd you do in people? public speaking, bud? <laughs> well, I'm an attorney, so terrible. Um, I, you know, you know, hockey's fun. It's, it's a good sport. You get, when you, when you go to the rink, you can ask your wife about this because Katie went to every game I ever played. I mean, she was there all the time. She's and your she, biggest fan. Why do you treat her so bad? Wow, that's I'm, that's a that's a terrible thing to say, Chunk. Um, but but no, I don't treat her bad. I, I, and if I did, it's because she's sometimes a little angry. NHL '95. <laughs> Buy it now. Score it, Chunk. Let's get let's score this game. Score NHL nine. The game's the game is a perfect nine out of ten. My only problems with the game are is that there's just no music. Well, like, they changed I, that though. They the, changed that in the later years. They changed, but they, they didn't change have, that in '95. So we're no. we're reviewing '95. I'm just it's got all the you can trade players, you can create seasons, you can uh, you can play whole seasons. It's it's fun to play against another player. Um, I, I'm not good at it. I, apparently, I don't know how to pass the puck to other players. But it, it visually, it looks great. It's just it ha- it falls into those EA pitfalls where um, there's just no music that's going on. But I I don't know uh, all. Every time I've ever gone to a hockey game, all they're playing is is um, Machine Head by Bush anyway. So well, because that's good to go to the Blue Jackets games. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> uh, here, here's another fun fact. So, okay. So in the NHL playoffs right now, we have the Nashville Predators, right? We have the Pittsburgh Penguins. My two favorite teams are the Blue Jackets from your hometown, Columbus. They've been in the league the exact same amount of years. They came in their franchise the same years as the Nashville Predators. My other team, the Blues, were franchised the same years as the Pittsburgh Penguins. Neither of my teams have ever won a cup, and both these teams are, are, are fighting for a cup. So it's terrible to be a Blues or a Blue Jackets fan. Fascinating stuff. I mean, I'm excited. I want. I hope that this game, uh, this series, continues to go on because what the next game is in two days on the 11th. I, I, I mean, I, I. Are you actually watching it? Yeah. Oh. No, he's lying right now. Are this you is, watching it? This is the only time I ever watch hockey. 
But you legitimately are watching uh-huh. hockey? Okay. Yeah. Can you I, name any of the players? Uh, let's see. Oh, well, what's the one guy's Go name on Nashville? What's the guy's name on, on the Nashville well, team we're asking that's you. got the funny name that's like Wienerstoff? Or what What did I keep on, call, what, what did I keep on calling I, him? I, I think you're talking about the goaltender for Nashville. His, what is, his, his, his last name is Rene. Rene Wieners. What, what is his name? Is it, I don't, I what don't, is his full name? We got to no, We got to cl- This is killing. There's what is the name? What is the guy's Wiener name? I, I, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, this is going. Kirk, gotta... suck it. <laughs> <laughs> this segment could suck it. NHL 95 can suck it. Uh, I give the game an 8 out of 10. I, I, I give just, it a 9. It, it's, you, said, you, said, it, you said 9, then you said 8. I give the game a 9 out of a 10. I absolutely love the game. Uh, it's a good <laughs> game. I think that the year before. And the, see, they actually brought fighting back. And, and the, the bleeding the opponent from the head back in 96. So for some reason, they got a soft heart in 95. But then they just, from there on, it was fighting. Bloodier opponent, it's it's all fair game. So we th- it sounds like we're the YAP score on average is an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. But Jeffrey, since you seem to be the resident expert, what is the best NHL hockey did, did you ever play any of the later games like PlayStation 2 or Dreamcast? Or did so you play I, anything past these old Sega Genesis games? Yeah, yeah, you make me sound like I'm 85 years old, but yes, I did. I played PlayStation. I didn't really get to PlayStation 2 because I was playing hockey, yeah. like actually on the ice. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, PlayStation 2, chicks. probably like, like 98, 99. Dating chicks, going to parties. <laughs> Basically playing hockey, yes. Play, playing hockey, high fiving other dude bros. So you, you stopped playing these hockey games on PlayStation 1, correct? Correct. What were some of the hot ones on PlayStation 1? I think like 98, 99. Oh, so the NHL games. series continued on that's that. That's correct. Through, throughout EA. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's it for NHL 95. Scintillating. Tintillating. Titillating. We'll be right back. Tony, I hope to God that I never need an organ transplant. Me too. Um, and all I know about organ transplants are is it's really hard to end up eventually getting that organ because you got to wait on this real long list. You got to like go through all of these things. Hey, if you're getting a lung transplant, you can't smoke. You know, if you're getting a heart transplant, you got to fix your diet. There's got to be a better way, right, bud? Uh, something tells me that you've got that better way. Uh, something tells me that is accurate because the good people at More Implications, we have a new program and it's called Organs by Mail. Organs by mail yep if you're in need of an organ transplant and you don't have the time to wait or you're just you're just impatient um you can get organs by mail they can uh, they we're can we're not sh- talking about the pianos here we're talking about we're talking about hearts human organs livers lungs pancreas kidneys anything that you would need if one of your organs were to were to fail huh Tell me more. Huh, is absolutely right. I mean, think about all of the people that we're going to save. That, uh, that it just That's what happens is like somebody needs a, a lung transplant, and boom, they go to Dr. So-and-so at the hospital, but and so, they say— Okay, so re- reputable hospital on the official waiting list, and yeah. they're just mailing it to you for some sort of convenience matter. You bypass all of that stuff. You, you bypass, bypass all of that stuff. Uh, if you go to the hospital and they say, hey, you're in big need of a heart transplant, and, you're, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, well, what number am I on the list? And they're like, ooh, bad news, 665. And you're like, well, I'm going to be waiting until 2024 to get that heart. I want it now. I want it affordable. I uh-huh. want it quick. I want free shipping on that heart. Yeah. And I want it quick because I want to save my life. That could be your kid, Tony. 
Yeah, well, that could be your kid there, that needs a new but... set. Of, that could be your kid that needs a new set of lungs. So just that tell could me be your where grandma so that could needs a new heart. Here's my or concern. Here's my kidneys. concern. I don't want a pancreas. I don't want a heart. I don't want lungs that I don't know if they've come where they've come from. Where are these where are these organs coming from? Uh, the, naturally sourced. Naturally sourced from where? From I, whom? I don't know. I mean, th- that's for the suits in Washington to figure out. I mean, if you go to Subway, uh, do you sit there and say, hey, where do you get these tomatoes from? No. I guess not. You, I mean, do you go down to, uh, you know, your local bank and say, where does this money come from? No. You just you order the heart. The heart comes to you. Here's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. You can stockpile this stuff. Say you don't need a heart Just transplant now, but you might need a heart transplant in 20 years. Put so it on why ice. not order two or three hearts? Boom, get them sent to your house. Put those bad boys on ice. Uh, the wife can have a heart. You can have a heart. Boom, we can give you two hearts, Tony. You see oh nothing God. wrong here with not knowing where these come came from. Did they come from somebody who was in a car accident, or did they, or did they? Take come from somebody who was in a car driving to work, and somebody for moral implications dragged him out of the car and sliced him open. Boy, I've, I've never really thought about it, but like, moral implications would never do something like that. We just know that these organs are coming from deep in the heart of Mexico, deep in the heart of of Scandinavia, and we're going to get these organs, and they're going to be fresh, and they're going to be packed in ice, and you're going to be able to save lives. You're going to be able to save future lives. And why? Who cares? Who cares where the organs come from? Well, Mexico they're, they're com- and Scandinavia in the heart. Yeah. Well, they're they're coming from good people that uh, evidently, probably, don't most likely, just anymore. don't need them anymore. You have two kidneys. I do. They're they're not going to take them from you. I hope not. So this is this is organs by mail. It's a fabulous. I mean, and you can listen. Lots of problems. Let's just cut to the chase. How much? The organs by mail program is it's ninety nine dollars an organ. What if you want to get the free delivery? The free delivery is as long as you spend over fifty dollars, you're going to get the free delivery. It comes with a step by step DVD specific to each surgery. We're not recommending that you go and do the surgery yourself, but we're going to send you a DVD. I've never, I've never done a heart transplant before, but I know that the DVD is going to tell me how to do it step by step. I'm going to, I'm going to switch out my lover's heart, my wife's heart, and she's going to have a brand new heart. It's not a baboon heart. It's a real people heart and it's fresh and it's, and it's packed on ice. And from it's, Scandinavia. It's from Scandinavia, from Mexico, from all those. Eh, good looking people. It, yeah. It, yeah. That's another Hardy thing too. People. Yeah. It comes from really good people. It doesn't come. I'm not, I don't want my partner or my best friend or even uh, my good pal down the street. I don't want him to get a heart from a bad person. I want it only from good people. You can just check the list and boom, you're going to have a heart in a week. A week? Are you kidding me? If you were getting on a, a, a waiting list at the hospital, you'd be waiting months and months and months, perhaps years, and then boom, you're dead. I know, you I know, I know, I know, I know. But the thing is, if you're at the hospital, you know that you're, it's going to be put in by a doctor, not by somebody who just watched a DVD. And it, you know it's going to be a human heart, not a baboon heart. Let me ask so you something. So there's benefits to let, actually doing Let me ask you something. Have you ever done anything around the house? Have you ever fixed a car? Have you ever fixed your washer and dryer? Have you ever fixed anything by watching a DVD? Yes. So what's the difference? Touche. I mean, exactly. I mean, what did you fix around the house? Everything. Oh, yeah, the, the exactly. washer, the dryer, so the why, car. Why, you don't You don't have confidence in yourself? You don't have confidence in me or Jeff over here to do a heart transplant? How bad? How, how hard could it be? Your wife's a nurse, right? Yes, she's a nurse. Boom. She, she, she can figure it out. She's a smart girl. Okay. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Lungs, hearts, kidneys, pancreas, all of it. It's going to come fresh. It's going to be free shipping. Yeah. Organs Ar- by mail. Organs by mail. 
Hello and welcome back to Afternoon Yap. Um, right now I want to talk about Danger Zone. Uh, Danger Zone is a new game developed by Three Fields Entertainment. The game involves driving vehicles at high speeds into various traffic situations to cause as much damage as possible. It is directly inspired by the crash mode in the various burnout games developed by Criterion Games, which the founders of Three Fields had been a part of prior to founding their own studio. It's out now on PS4 and Steam for $12.99. I'm a huge fan of the Burnout games. And more importantly, I'm a huge fan of the Crash Mode games. So when this game got announced, I probably heard about it about two or three months ago. So it's kind of been on my radar. Um, it kind of captures the magic of the Crash Mode from the Burnout games. But there are some big flaws to it. But there's also some stupid fun to be had about it. Uh, we just played a bunch of it upstairs. Tony, what were your f quick thoughts on it? You you had me at stupid fun. I think that's exactly what I would call it. It's stupid fun. And I was also thinking it's it's weird. It's, it's a game that's completely about causing as much mayhem and destruction as possible. But given that goal, it's still like a – it's a relaxing kind of game to play, I feel like. I could see just kicking back and just playing level after level. They're so quick. Um, that I could just feel like I could enjoy playing that game for a little for a little while. And it's a leaderboard game too. And so the, like the way that I would play this is I would be like, oh, maybe I'll play some crash mode and then I in, in the burnout series and I would sit there and play for an hour because it's kind of just that quick repetition. Yeah, it's so quick. I, I want to get the better score uh, on my last run. I, I could have done it a little bit better. And so you just keep on trying different moves over and over and over. Yeah. So there's some things that are kind of glaring to me when I first started playing it. So, like, I had two initial reactions. My The first time that I played it, I was just really unimpressed, really unhappy with it. I was like, this stinks. Like, this is not for – the for guys that were working at Criterion, for them to make a new studio and then to make a game that's an homage to this, like, at first it felt really bland and really bare bones and not very much fun. Like, the, the biggest problem that I – right out of the gate is – did you notice that the game isn't in a city or it's not in a real life place? It's actually like a simulation. Yeah, it looks like very it looks sort of like uh, where you would imagine the crash test dummies sort of taking place. Right. It's kind of like a, a sterile lab environment. Yeah. And it's and it's I mean, it, it changes things up like you have all kinds of different uh, ramps and, and different intersections and stuff like that. But it's always this kind of stale, stagnant area that is like almost like a warehouse yeah. and your car it's, it's road and then sort of sort of surrounded by pitch black yeah it's and your road and, and your road and your car just teleports into it and like in the way in the burnout games the crash was it was always in like a fully developed city yeah and it always kind of had this like it added weight and it added depth to it where it's like it, it almost kind of felt like you were out in a car doing this much damage to people. <laughs> and, like, where this very much feels like you are just kind of doing – it's almost like you're wearing a VR helmet and it's kind of just like a it, – it, it's just – it's a it's a minor flaw to me. Yeah. But no, I, I see what you're saying. It, it takes the oomph out of the destruction because it feels like I'm just destroying – empty cars yeah. rather than hey there was a that was a minivan full of children on the way to but a soccer game not so much because even in even in those burnout games there was never any people in the cars yeah, but you could still put yourself there. but yet when it's in a city when it's in a bustling city it just yeah. it just felt there was a little bit more weight to it other than kind of the simulation yeah 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 and uh were you about to say something jeff 
You guys are basically talking about whether you hurt somebody or don't hurt somebody. <laughs> I, was, I was kidding. But well, the airbags don't go off. Yeah, but no, I, I think there is something to be said for that, right? I mean, if it's, a, if it's in the city, there's sort of the perception that this is a uh, I'm impacting a world rather than in the game we just played you're impacting only a very sterile lab environment and it feels very uh I can't think of a better word sterile empty yeah yeah I think other than perception you mean potential to hurt people if you will well what I what I really feel like was that they probably wanted to develop different cities and different atmospheres for you to caused this chaos and then they probably just ran out of time because it is a shame like the the levels eventually get more and more fun but there's there's never just kind of that creativity that they had with the with the uh burnout games where you were in a a live bustling city is there ever a part where there's different i mean i noticed there were some different trucks and cars but the thing that i was thinking of is why why aren't there fuel trucks driving around and if you hit that fuel truck then you create a huge explosion did you see that there that there are trucks that have barrels i saw barrels and and if you if you hit a crash breaker on the barrel it will cause more destruction what's fun about a barrel though well well you know it's also the the crash game that was in burnout you could choose all kinds of different cars and they all and the different cars would have different different weights and different speeds and stuff like that we played the same car is there a different car same guard and no there's not a different car. car and so it's a puzzle game I mean, that's what it is. You are taking a car and you are – they show you where the intersections are coming from. They show you there's there's these little icons that you have to hit. You can either hit like little cash bonuses to give you more points or you can hit more crash breaker things. So once you hit your first car, it, it, you're going to – I think once you have 10 wrecks, you get a crash breaker. Yeah. And so you hit the crash breaker and you cause an explosion and you are able to control your car for a little bit more and you – control it around the level to try to get more wrecks to happen to try to get more crash breakers and you just keep on multiplying the score very light puzzle i mean i hesitate to call it a puzzle game there's Uh, some there's some puzzle aspects i guess but it's pretty light on the puzzle uh, another issue that I had with the game is I don't think you noticed. Well, you you definitely did notice this. Do you remember when you were like having a really good time? You were having a good run and you got knocked off of a barrier and your car fell and it said simulation ended. That is so frustrating and it yeah. is so cheap and cheesy and like they they don't have that in the Smash mode in Burnout. You because you're in like a, a real area yeah. and it, that's just like one of the small frustrating things that annoy me in that game. There's no music. That when I yep. first bought that game, I was like, are you kidding me? There's there's like no music whatsoever. So, yes, it's one of those games where you, you're going to turn your brain off and you're going to just kind of play these levels over and over and over yeah. until you figure out what the puzzle is, how to get past them. And But, I mean, the first time I played it, I was like, are you kidding me? They totally ran out of time making this move or making this game. So I, I put on my Pandora when I was playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. It's fun. Twelve bucks. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. So you know, here's what's up. Uh, the game is thirteen bucks. Uh, the first time that I played it, I was really kind of upset, and I said, "Well, this really stinks." Like for all the things that I've mentioned, you know, it's not in a real world environment. There's the barriers that you can fall off of. There's no sound, and then you keep on going forward through the levels, and it gets really, really fun. There's just a lot of there's a level where you hit a huge jump and you go over this huge barrier, and you just t-bone into a huge amount of traffic and you cause all of this damage and like i just have all these flashes of remembering these old burnout games that i love and for 13 bucks 
I totally it's worth my money. Like yeah. it's fun. It's it's I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for this campaign that, you know, has me coming back. It's a leaderboard game, so if you are you know, a nutso person that wants to be the best at it, you can you can do that if you want to. I think our highest score was I think I was like 2000 and or something, something like that. Yeah. So, it would be really cool if they added replays. Uh, so I could see like if number one, number two, number three, how they beat the puzzle and how they did what they did. That's but an issue idea. with the game is is I, I played that first level. I didn't do anything. I didn't even get a first crash breaker yeah. or any cash, and I still got bronze. A lot of dumb luck. It feels yeah, there's like a, there's involved. a whole lot of dumb luck to the game. But uh, the game is totally bare bones. But it is worth the price. I I really feel like they. They they ha- they knew that they had an audience for this. I'm the audience. Like I was excited for the game. I bought the game, and I'm glad that I did. At first, I wasn't glad that I bought it, but it just it it's it's growing on me. And it's not like I said, it's not something that I'm gonna obsess over. It's something that I'm gonna sit and play for 20 minutes. And if I can go to the next level, I, I'm having a so good time. It. Yeah, it's real dumb fun. It's well worth the price if you're a fan. I give Score the game it. I give the game a seven out of ten. Boom. What did you think of it? Would you give it a seven out? I mean, you can't beat that price. I mean, yeah, it's 13 I, bucks. Yeah, I had seven, 7.5 for me. For and, sure. it's, and it's wonky, too. Like, I was watching you play, and the physics can just go nuts. So, like, you hit a car, and it started Glitching. doing a million front flips. Yeah. And then it started just, like, literally flying all over the screen. That's how but, good I am at that game. Whatever. They're not going to patch the game. I think that they're going to get this initial bunch of 13 bucks. It'll go for sale. And uh, But I'm not upset that I bought it. What's if, the name of the was, game? Uh, Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Highway to the Danger Zone. Uh, so that's that's Danger Zone. I give it, what did I say, 7 out of 10? Gonna take you right <laughs> into... Okay, yeah. It's real fun, but um, I think that you're going to really get the most joy out of it if you've played the Crash Mode from the Burnout games. But then again, you've never hey, played it, so I enjoyed you it, enjoyed yeah. it. So, For the record, NHL 95 scored higher, and it costs less money. What are you talking about? NHL 95 scored an 8.5 on the app tonight, and it scored it cost less than this game. He's got a point. Well, uh, NHL 95 when it came out, it was full price. It was 59.99. But today, I think he's saying today you could pick up NHL 95. Oh yeah, you can play it. Yeah, you can play it in pretty much. Uh, but if you're gonna play it, only get the Genesis version. But shut up, Jeff. Yep. Uh, NHL 95. I will. <laughs> NHL 95. <laughs> Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Titillating. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to Afternoon Yap. Uh, so this week I saw Wonder Woman and I want to give a review for it. And you saw it too, don't, didn't you, Tony? Sure did. Uh, Wonder Woman starts off with Wonder Woman receiving a package from Bruce Wayne. It's a picture of her with three other men and it appears old and from the World War One era. We flash back to the origin of Wonder Woman. She's part of this group called the Amazonians. Is that right, Tony? Uh, yeah, I think that's the preferred term. She is a group of ladies tasked with protecting men from fighting themselves. Is that is that what they were talking about? I don't really. I think I think so. They kind of go through the intro saying that the man was fallible, right? Is that the word fallible? And Amazon Amazonians were created to give them kind of like hope or something initially, uh-huh. and then. Something happens, Ares is a bad guy, and all of a sudden the Amazons are living out an island by themselves. Uh, Ares is Zeus's son, and he hates humans, 
and he corrupts their minds to make them fight each other. So a great war happened long ago, and Ares was banished, but it's always been rumored that he could return at any time. So Ares is the villain in this movie, correct? And you know, yeah, and you know what? What? Ares? Yeah? He can suck it. Yeah, of course. Uh, Wonder Woman wants to be a warrior, and her mother tasks the greatest warrior. They have to train her harder than any other Amazonian has ever trained before. Ten times harder. Uh, we flash forward, and Wonder Woman is an adult, and she's a great warrior discovering her powers. A pilot, Chris Pine, is that that Chris dude's Pine. name? Chris Pine. Chris uh, Pine. He appears out of the sky and crash lands, and she saves him. Uh, on the beach, more men appear, and they begin fighting. World War or Wonder Woman's mentor dies. Uh, the man who appeared is a British spy that was fleeing the Germans. Uh, Wonder Woman decides that the reason these men are at war must be because of Ares. She agrees to leave her realm with him to stop Ares, thus stopping the war. Uh, here's what's up. Uh, I was blown away that DC made a pretty good movie. Uh, like it's actually a really good movie. Uh, um, it's coherent. It's smart. It's pretty funny. It's mostly that Chris Pine's movie. Pine. Chris Pine. It's mostly that guy's movie. Um, you think? Yeah, I, guess, I mean, it's a lot of him in the movie. A lot of Chris. Uh, Very heavy on the Chris. Action scenes are good. You know, like I was already sold from the. Once it started doing all the World War One stuff, because mm-hmm. it really it's a superhero movie, but there is a whole lot of war stuff. Kinda felt like Battlefield. Yeah. And like that was really, really fun to watch her gang that she rolls around with her World War One gang yep. is fun to watch. The enemies are interesting. There's great action scenes. Um the only thing that took me out of the movie consistently was her costume because and I for think that, all the right reasons. Well, yeah, I mean, she's just wearing this kind of skimpy outfit and it, it, it kind of just reminds me that this is a superhero movie. But um, well, it is a superhero movie. Are, are you a Wonder Woman fan? Are you a DC Comics fan? I'm a, any, any comic fan. The, the costume. That's funny that you said that. Did, I mean, it's a superhero. They all wear ridiculous costumes. So that didn't bother me so much as. The thing that bothers me, I think, with every superhero movie is the wildly inconsistent portrayal of pow- like her powers, right? Like at one moment it seems like she's struggling when she's fist fighting a human, yeah, and the next minute she's throwing a tank around and yeah. jumping fifty feet in yeah. the air, and that like that drives me crazy. It always pulls me out of the of the film. Uh, and well, it's, it's so funny too, cause her powers are literally, she, they didn't show it in the movie and I, God, I wish they would have. She, she flies an invisible jet Yeah, and she has a lasso that makes you tell the truth. Well, the lasso plays a really big role in the yeah, movie. And the lasso, There's they, a they lasso did a pretty time. good job of. And then what else? She has super strength. She's got a shield. She's got a sword, um, super strength. She can fly in many of the comic book incarnations uh-huh. without the jet. Yeah. Um, but in this one, I don't think we get there. Even though I felt like in Batman v Superman, I felt like she was kind of flying around and felt a lot more powerful than she did in this film. Uh, it's a fun movie. I just I wouldn't be sad if I didn't see it again. Uh, like I enjoyed the movie, but I, I just I I don't know if right now I'm just in like humongous superhero fatigue or just I just I think that I don't care about the source material at all. So. The movie was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, but it's just nothing that I care about if I ever see it again. But okay. I, I think that it it's was better than Suicide Squad. I'll tell you well, that. Well, that's the thing too is like I, I left the movie going, why couldn't Batman versus Superman be like this? Yeah. And Justice League won't be like this. It won't be 
consistent. It won't be coherent. It'll be a jumbled mess. So is this is this going to be their best movie? Because this it's breaking all these records, like highest yeah. like movie opening for a female, female director, director, a female lead, yeah. like all of this stuff. And they they need a hit because what is this their third or fourth movie? into the DC universe. It's got to be at least. And yeah. they, they, what do they have? They have planned the justice league movies, not including uh, the Batman's. Yeah. Not including the Batman's. They also have, uh, the fish guy. What, what is his name? Uh, not Namor. Um, Holy God, not Namor. Cause that's Marvel. This is Aquaman. Aquaman. And, Ooh, and, that was a close and one. Uh, cyborg is he gonna have his own movie or is that just he's just part of the justice league i don't I haven't heard about him having his own movie but he is part of the justice league and what, he is a cyborg half man half machine well, uh, well i mean what did you think i mean it's shot real well it looks real good the the, the wonder woman gal gadot did a fantastic she's, job she is a mate she's a acts really well in yeah. this movie she is to your point running around in ridiculous costume in the world war one setting and you can just see how terribly this could fail uh-huh. but she does a awesome job uh-huh. with it better than chris pine i think who i kind of just found distracting all the time because to me he just looks like chris pine yeah and it's it, oh there's chris pine and he's running running down the street and he's helping wonder and it's very distracting to me wonder woman is great uh the the tone of the film is really great the action scenes are pretty good I, what did you think about adding the love story in uh, at the end of the movie chris pine tells her that he loves her and she's genuinely she genuinely loves this guy and they they've only known each other throughout the course of the movie which however long that would be but is that something that they needed and i and i think it's weird i think it's see i thought it was kind of weird too because it's he is the first guy that she's ever met yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so it just feels kind of lucky him (laughs) lucky him yeah uh, I don't know. I mean, every film needs a love angle in it. So before the movie started, pretty they, predictable. They, they were having commercials about Wonder Woman and her history, and it was really funny because she she was created in like the 30s or something like that. And her initial creation was she was a strong female lead figure, strong some something for young girls to look up to. Sure. They got sick of that, and sometime in the 50s, they just they they were they were saying that because of that she was a lesbian. And so then they started, I think in the fifties and sixties, they, instead of her focusing on like villains and stuff like that, it was more about like her relationships and her boyfriends and stuff like that. And I just, I found that hilarious as kind of just like a tie in to come into this movie. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about right now, but okay. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, this is one of the biggest female superhero movies ever Even made, better than right? Ghostbusters. But I'm just saying, as a female superhero movie, this yeah. is the biggest thing that's that's ever happened, and I think it's as, as a, a it's a common lead superhero. Can you think of another? I mean, obviously there was Ghostbusters, which was had its own issues. That woman, oh god, even worse. The Halle Berry, even the worse. Halle Berry vehicle, terrible, terrible. I mean, they could try to make Supergirl. They could. I I, I don't I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm racking my brain for a female lead superhero but I just, movie. I and nothing against any of that i just i had no desire to see this movie whatsoever and i literally two of my buddies were like hey let's let's go see this let's go to dinner let's go see this and i was like i gotta see it because it's been getting all these good reviews i would like to leave the movie uh uh surprised pleasantly surprised and that's how i left the movie yeah Yeah. and 
but I just I don't care. And they even said in for Wonder Woman 2 that it's going to take place in modern times. And I think that the reason that this movie works so well to begin with was that they it, it took place in World War One. I. I thought it felt more grounded. It felt more serious. It felt more fun. Yes, they did the same thing with Captain America too, right? Yep. <clears throat> but I just I I think that these superhero movies work better as what do they call that a period piece or something like that? Yeah. But uh, here's what's up. Here's uh, what's up. Eight out of ten. It's it's really fun to watch. I left the movie happy, but I just I don't I still don't care about Wonder Woman. I <laughs> I, I just don't. Well, I guess she doesn't care about you either. <sighs> How are they going to save? Can they make a Batman movie like this that is just that There's is coherent? Batman's going to be in a movie and with it's her. funny and like can they do this? Because I just I even after a movie like this that is such a success, I don't have faith in DC. Yeah. After Suicide Squad, after Batman versus Superman, yeah, it they they just their their first couple of movies were just such an absolute mess. So it, it is kind of awesome to see that they are going in the right direction. Yeah. And why was this movie so successful? Did they did they pick the right writers? Did they pick the right cast? Was it just lightning in a bottle? What happened that didn't happen with those other movies? That's a really good question. I think more than anything, if I had to guess, I'd say it's because the only redeemable thing about Batman v Superman was the ending when Wonder Woman showed up and kicked so much ash uh, that I think people were excited to see a full-length feature film starring Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, she's got her. Uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, Dave Chappelle sketches is, and you can look it up on YouTube. It's from the 1995 Young Comedian Special. Is what he does a whole bit about Wonder Woman, and he's and one of the jokes is he says that she's got a lasso that tells the truth, and and just go look it up. It's it's hilarious, and it's it's right at the beginning of his career. But uh, Wonder Woman, eight out of ten, fun to watch. If you don't see it at the theaters. I just stream I, it illegally. Yeah, or I just don't. I don't know what to think, man. Like I'm not I'm just so they they had a clip before um Wonder Woman and it was Spider-Man Homecoming and it looks great. Yeah. And it's got uh it's got Michael Keaton as the villain. Sure does. How awesome is that? Like I I literally looked at the uh, my buddy beside me and I was like I wasn't sold Michael until Keaton. I saw Michael Keaton. Yeah, because he's he's having this renaissance where he's coming back and he's playing all these great characters. Isn't it weird he plays Bird Birdman, and now the Vulture? Yeah, well he was he was my favorite Batman, and the guy is funny and he's a great actor, and he just had this from the '90s up until just recently. He just really wasn't in movies, and I love that yeah. he's back. But and the movie, the the Spider Man movie looks so great, and. I just thought to myself, I'm not falling for that shit again. Like I'm, I like I, it's gonna be the same thing over and over. Like I, even that Garfield dude was a great Spider-Man, and they made two bomb movies. And yeah. you know, there's there's flashes of brilliance of that original Spider-Man trilogy, but it's all the same thing. Like you're so grumpy. It's a good listen to you. You enjoyed Wonder Woman. You gave it an eight out of ten, and you're trying to find reasons to be grumpy. You enjoyed Wonder Woman. I enjoyed You're it. excited about Spider-Man. I'm excited Be happy. about Spider-Man. Put a <laughs> smile on your face. <laughs> Cheer up. I'm super happy. These are good things. I cannot wait to see the new Spider-Man movie just because Michael Keaton. Yeah. What, what if I just flipped the script? Like, yeah, I, I, flip like, it. Just because I not, once I saw that he was in the movie and that he was the villain, yeah. I was a lot more on board. Great. Um, Wonder Woman. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Fun go to see. see. Go see it. Or yeah. don't go see it. Or don't. Yep. Uh, so, but, you know, maybe do. 
Tony, uh, that's it. That's our thirtieth. That's, that's our thirtieth episode. episode pal. Woo! Feels good. Uh, if you wanna, um, if you wanna su- uh, shoot us an email, shoot uh, us an email so we can have a new segment called "What's Yappin'?" What's yappin'? Where we field or we will answer your questions about whatever you want to yap about. Well, I just what, made what that up right now. What, what, those, what would those questions? It doesn't be? matter. You like, can ask us anything. No holds barred. Whatever you ask yeah. will get answered. It's yeah. called. What's yappin'? Uh, follow us on Twitter at, at afternoon underscore yap. Uh, if you love the show, if you like the show, even if you just listen to the show once, hey, leave us a review. Yeah. If you don't like the show, don't leave us a review. Tony, now that hockey is over, now that it's untethered, what do yeah. you want to get into, pal? Uh, what do you, you want to yap about next week or the week after? I, well, I, I'll tell you what I really want to dig into is – whether I'm crazy in thinking that there was a Nintendo Entertainment Systems game called Ice Hockey where you could pick a skinny guy, fat guy, or middle guy, or if the game that I'm thinking is actually called Blades of Steel. Uh, well, the original, when the NES game came out in 1985, don't you remember there was like a whole run of games and they just had the lamest titles? Lumberjack. Ice hockey. Lumberjack is the worst. There was literally game. Nintendo Golf. Like, they were not creative with it whatsoever. So I'm, I'm willing to believe that there is an ice hockey. But the one hockey game that people know the most before NHL was Blades of Steel. And I played a whole ton of Blades of Steel. And it's excellent. And it takes place uh, – or, or the, the view is not top-down, but it's actually side-to-side, which is a, a view that I wish that you could actually switch to in NHL 95. But are you finding it? I got it, I, got, I got it on my phone right here, in my Google box right here. Ice yeah. Hockey is a 1988 video game published and developed by Nintendo for the Nintendo Entertainment System game console. And it's the exact game that I was talking about. And it's a, it's a fantastic game. And we should play it and then review it because it's got, like I said – I think it's four different countries that you can play from, and you can pick your team. It's like some, some subtle role-playing elements, right? You can get the super skinny guy that's really fast, the big fat guy who's super slow, but he can beat everybody up. You got your middle guy who's kind of the Mario of the world. He's good at everything, and it's a really, really fun game. I, I just Sports games in general, I just don't know anything about sports, so it's, it's, typic, it's difficult for me other than I really like it. It's really fun. It's really fun against another player. Well, we'll play it because it's fun. Tony, it was good to see you, bud. Thanks for that uh, junior bacon cheeseburger. You're welcome. I will su- see you a week from now. Do you want to do Super Mario RPG, bud? Yeah, I do. Do you want to yap about uh, Super I Mario do. RPG? I do, I do. Let's do it, pal. All happy, right. Uh, happy I'll anniversary. S- yeah, I will see you next week. All right. See ya. Bye.